0: Not only is it like hanging out with us, but you also get to hear parts of the conversation that were left on the cutting room floor. You can also see the photos, drawings, and video as we discuss the incredible projects that are featured. Come join us on YouTube, follow the link in our show notes, and let's get into the details. In this episode, I am joined by Alana Helland, Senior Director of Marketing at GAF Energy, Who shares the latest innovations in rooftop power generation? GAF Energy aims to make residential solar more accessible by providing options beyond traditional solar panels. Alana explains how they have revolutionized the industry by integrating roofing and solar into a single product, eliminating the need for separate installations and reducing costs. You'll hear about the challenges of residential solar adoption the benefits of an all-in-one system, and the future of sustainable energy solutions. Enjoy. Welcome. I am so glad to have you today. We have Alana Helland, Senior Director of Marketing at GAF Energy, visiting with us and is going to kind of fill us in on the latest and greatest that's going on. Why don't we start with? Tell me about what. What is GAF Energy? What is what products do you represent? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me
1: here today. First and foremost, this is a pleasure.
0: Um,
1: GAF Energy is a new company. We are only four years old, and we were created to think about the problem of rooftop solar and how can we make it easier for homeowners to have energy from every roof. Um, so we create options for rooftop power generation beyond just solar panels.
0: So is it um, strictly residential right now, or are you doing commercial as well? You know, we do a little bit of both, but really the, the main
1: focus right now is residential. So.
0: So, one of my favorite things when we're doing the podcast to talk about is, not a sale negative, but what goes wrong? Yeah. What do people need to be thinking about before they start so they don't have problems later because they didn't think about those things? Yep. So, talk to me about, I'll be perfectly honest, um, I did six years in an MEP firm, so I did, uh, when it was really new, a yep. little bit of work specifying rooftop solar, but I'm no expert. Yeah. So. I'm gonna go do my first spec, educate me a little bit about okay. what I need to be thinking about.
1: This is the perfect question because it's exactly the question that we used when we started our company, right? When when GAF Energy began, it's, we all love solar. And a lot of us who came over to the company are people with a residential solar background. Um, there's a lot of people that have worked in the industry for a long time. And we sort of jokingly said, the old band is back together when, when we started up um, four years ago. But residential solar, Um, I don't know if you know this, but only 3% of homes in the U.S. have residential solar right now, 3%. That doesn't surprise me. And I have to say those 3%, those are my heroes. Those people are amazing. Um, The fact that they've overcome barriers, it's a tricky product um, and they've overcome barriers. It's expensive to go ahead and and get this installed. Um, Hats off. And, And I'm proud of those people because if you think about carbon that's removed from the atmosphere today, or carbon that was removed from the atmosphere five years ago, it's always better to make the decision to get carbon out of the atmosphere now than to say, yeah, you know, I'm going to wait five, six, seven, eight years until there's new technology here, and then I'll do it then. It's always better to get that carbon out. So the 3% of the homeowners that have solar today are awesome. Um, but when we looked at that, you know why isn't the solar industry growing faster? And you're not surprised by that. Um, it took me working in the industry as a marketer for a long time to to be surprised and, and say why is why is it so hard? My lens for everything as a marketer, by the way, you know I look at customer acquisition cost. I look at how hard is it to bring people into the funnel and what education do we have to you know what do we need to do for awareness for education and to kind of pull people all the way through the funnel. So for solar. Residential solar, if you think about it, it's an expensive product, right? right. It costs a lot mm-hmm. and it's going on top of your roof. Why the roof? Most homeowners don't have a big enough backyard. There's a few people that have residential ground mounts, but for the most part, putting it up on the roof because that's where the sunlight is and that's where you have the space right. in your yard, right? That makes
0: sense.
1: Um, it's expensive to, to do that. And so most homeowners are buying either on impact or on a savings play. We wanted to kind of completely change that around and say, what can we do to bring roofing and solar two industries that have been separate for the most part and kind of bring those together and have one single product? So it's no longer, oh, go get a roof and then do another home improvement project and put solar on top, but it's one single product and it's part of the building membrane, it's part of the building envelope and it's a holistic system,
0: right? I mean, in, I'm intrigued. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I write specs for a building science firm, RDH. Um, so I'm intrigued. So tell me more. So mm. let me ask you, wait, before you tell me more, let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. One of the things back in the day, and I'm no solar expert, so you are educating a kindergartner. One of the things back in the day that really stopped people, for instance, in Oregon, where I live, is it didn't the cost didn't make sense for solar right. because it rains and it's right. cloudy for a good portion of the year, but I went and visited my son in Hawaii and there was solar on every house everywhere you looked. Right. How far has solar come far enough that when you're not in these constantly sunny environments, it makes sense.
1: Yeah. So the good news is the cost of solar panels themselves has come down immensely. If I wish I wish this was a visual show. I'm sure there's a chart that I could pull up and right. show you. The cost of solar panels has steadily declined. What's weird though is at the same time in residential solar, we're looking at the cost of of you know the panel that we're installing. It's it's coming down, it's coming down, it's coming down. So it's cheaper and cheaper to install. While that trend has been happening, customer acquisition costs have actually been going up. And right now in residential solar, and this is separate from from you know, the product that we've produced, but in traditional residential solar, Wood Mackenzie says it's a 23% customer acquisition cost. So if you look at the total project cost, 23% of that is customer acquisition. That's a lot. And so for me as a marketer with that lens of what's going wrong here, you know, why is this difficult? And it's difficult because of what you heard in Oregon and, and that message that you heard about, is it sunny enough? You know, and then, and then people start going in that direction and thinking about that. What we want to tell people is, are you re-roofing your home? Are you getting a new roof? This is a great time to either get a regular roof or get a roof that pays you back over time. Get a roof with solar. It's the first truly integrated product, um, where it's all in one. And so it's, it's no longer a, Hey, you should go get a roof and then. Put some solar on top of that first cost savings, or there's a few impact buyers. You know, whatever your your lens is, it's you have to get a roof anyway, right? You're not going to not put a roof on that home. Why not get the one roof on
0: the market that actually could pay you back through savings on your electric bill? Well, I would imagine that it all being in one system, you're saving a whole ton of money in installation costs because yes. you're not yep. installing yep. twice. Yeah, and really headache really is where you're
1: saving too, right? Because and and. Actually, it's a great question because you're getting it. Why are there two separate industries here? Right, we have roofing, and we have solar. And for years, they've they've been separate. Are there a couple solar installation companies that also do some roofing on the side, or a roofing company that has a solar division? Yes. And again, hats off to those folks. The, that's that's wonderful. But for the most part, you have roofers and you have solar people. Um, and They haven't been working together. One goes on top of the other. They're separate projects. One goes on later. And so what we've done is creating a shingle that's actually a solar shingle. And it nails in with a nail gun just like a regular shingle, right? So in doing it that way, we don't have to re-educate our roofer crews. They already have the know-how to put a shingle in. Everybody knows, you know, boom, 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 boom. You're, You're nailing it in. Um they already have the tools in their truck, so there's no new kidding, no new tools. That's what's really kind of opening up this opportunity for adoption um, that I'm really excited about. So this isn't you know, super highly particular and difficult to install. It goes in faster than a rack mounted installation. Um, and it goes in through an existing channel of of craftspeople. Right? Roofers are all over the country and they all have a nail gun and they all know how to put a shingle in.
0: That's insane.
1: Right? So if you think about the form factor, and and actually form factor is another whole reason, if we look at why is rooftop solar hard, right? What have we gotten wrong in rooftop solar? Why is it difficult? Over the years, I, I just told you panel costs have been coming down over 10 years. Panel size has been increasing. So solar panels that you put on your home, they're like a big flat screen TV right and and to get that big flat screen tv sized product on your roof you have to use lag bolts bolt them in so you're creating these penetrations for every we we don't (laughs) see you heard the word penetration in your face just was like i don't want i don't building envelope right exactly yes waterproofing and and this is the roofing that you know that's the the roofer mentality there right um but if you think about it these these television-sized panels are getting bigger and bigger and bigger over time, and that's great for utility-scale solar, right? Think of it from the utility-scale perspective. You're getting a larger panel, so no difference in your labor cost, but you get more panel, right? So larger is good, and these, these are innovations that have really helped with utility-scale solar, but they're not so great for residential. So think about that rooftop, on an existing, you know, I live in a Mediterranean style home. Uh, my folks are in a, a colonial style home. Think of those rooftops, craftsman home. Think of a bungalow. Think of the chimney. Maybe someone added a skylight. Maybe they put in a new bathroom and there's a couple different vent stacks. How are you fitting those large, bulky panels in all of those spaces? Then think about the form factor of a shingle. Um, and I jokingly brought one here today. Yeah, I know mean, it's not a visual; I can't really hold it up, but it's a shingle. And yeah. It's right below. It's right here on my chair. It's a shingle, and you just put it in like any other shingle. Um, it just changes the game for how you think about that
0: rooftop space in a residential application. So I can tell you, I am terribly intrigued, and we're already out of time. <laughs> and I have about thirty questions. <laughs> I'll come back. Alana, thank you so much for being here. Listeners, I don't know about you, but I just learned a whole bunch of things. And I'm going to be going out and Googling GAF Energy and seeing exactly how this works. Because I know I have a bunch of building science engineers I want to talk to when I get home. Thank you again for being here. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more, visit rcat.com forward slash podcast to see photos, details, and more related project and product information that we discussed today. While you're there, take a look around rcat.com. For over 30 years, Rcat has been the resource for AEC professionals to find the right products for their project. Try Rcat and see how their tools can save you time and money and money and help you get ahead on your next project. Visit rcat.com. That's A-R-C-A-T dot com. If you enjoyed the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and sharing this with your friends. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back to share more stories and lessons learned to help you navigate your next project.